Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, How often do you hear God say, I love you? How often do you hear that? When you think about hearing the Lord, what do you think He is the most interested in telling you? His love for you? What you are doing wrong? What you need to do? Your answer to this question will be a key factor in how much victory and peace and influence you actually have. Now, before I get into this in more detail, I've been meditating on this verse and I've shared it in podcasts recently, 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. In the 80s, there was a prayer movement, Larry Lee, could you not pray with me one hour? He had a great prayer model of dividing the Lord's Prayer up into six parts, and you would spend 10 minutes on each part of that. And he gave instructions, teachings on each part. And by the way, somebody who's listening to this right now is going to resurrect that, is going to put new wind on an hour of prayer or whatever time period you have and using that as a model of taking each part of the Lord's Prayer. But it was the part, hallowed be thy name, hallowing his name. So I would spend 10 minutes hallowing his name, thinking of the names of God, worshiping him as that. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, I would hallow him. I would worship him. I would say, that's who you are. Thank you, you're my provider. I would behold him as in a mirror, the glory of his provision. And what happens is that then we get transformed into that. Christ's likeness is what's manifesting in us increasingly through the renewing of the mind. That's the transformation. So we, we hallow his name. He, Isaiah chapter 9 says he's wonderful counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace. And as we do that, as we focus, then that becomes a reality in our own life as in a mirror. And one of the names for God says, God is love. God is love. So we worship him as the lover of our souls, as love, as the full expression of love. And as as we worship him, then, then that love begins to come to us. We're beholding that. We get transformed from glory to glory into a person of love. And when we think about you know, what are the greatest attributes of God? Well, it's going to be hard to find one that's bigger than love. Recently, I was deeply impacted by something my wife said. She said, a parent does not tell their child at age two, I love you. Please remember this because I won't be saying it again. (laughs) Parents don't do that. They don't say at a certain age, hey, I want you to remember, I'm going to tell you. No, good parents tell their children, I love you every day, if possible. And you know, as I was listening to this, I realized that if I do not hear God tell me every day that he loves me, he's in love with me, he likes me, 
then I may not be hearing God's voice as well as I think I do. You know, it's amazing. We, we, especially those of us who've known the Lord for a while, we learn to hear his voice. And I think that's good. But I want to make a point today that if we're not regularly hearing him say, I love you, I'm deeply in love with you, I'm in love with you, then I question how much we're hearing. And I, I say, I'm talking to me too, where we need an upgrade in what we're hearing. Our Heavenly Father is a good parent to us. That's the understatement of the decade, of the of lifetime. It says this in Matthew 7, 11, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? And certainly a good thing parents give is love, is speaking love and creating that atmosphere and that environment. So one of the best gifts we can receive is hearing the Heavenly Father say, I love you. If we're not experiencing this, then we are invited to ask him to open our spiritual ears so we can hear it. It says, how much more will not your Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? God, we ask you for this good thing that we would hear you saying that you love us at a level that would be astounding. Now, psychology tells us that love from parents is the single most important factor in raising well-adjusted kids. When children believe they are unconditionally loved, they will develop a secure attachment to their parents, which dramatically increases the likelihood of healthy relationships, healthy emotions, and healthy decisions when they become an adult. And one of the simplest and most effective ways to keep this attachment strong is when parents verbally express love for their children. The truth is is that God is continually verbally expressing love, but many cannot hear this because of a faulty belief system that's blocking the hearing. How many of you have ever thought you heard what somebody was saying, but because our own issues or, or whatever we the filter that it went through caused us to misinterpret the motives of what somebody was saying. Now, our perception of God determines our reception from him. If we perceive God is more interested in telling us what to do than in deepening his connection with us, then we won't hear what he is really saying. Let me say that again. If we perceive God is more interested in telling us what to do then in deepening his connection with us, then we won't hear what he is really saying. As I think about all this, I remember a blog I wrote, a podcast, Five Ways to Change the Channel in Your Self-Talk. And just as in the natural world where we have radio stations, where if we have the proper receiver, we can pick up those channels. We can't see the radio waves in the air, but they're here. And it's the same in the spirit. There's spiritual channels we can tune into in our thinking and self-talk. The devil has some popular channels like you are a failure channel. It's too late channel. There are no solutions channel. Your prayers are not working channel and many others. Now, we know we're listening to the wrong channel if what we hear does not give us hope. Listening and believing truth will fill us with hope. 
Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that verse is basically saying, Now may the God of hope fill you in believing. So the moment we believe truth is the moment we get filled by the God of hope. Increasing hope is the evidence of renewing my mind with truth instead of lies. Now, it's a powerful thing when we we tune into God's channels. What are some of God's favorite channels that we can tune into? Well, the I Love You channel is one of the best. You Are More Than Enough channel. I Am Meeting All of Your Needs channel. You Are My my Beloved Son or Daughter in Whom I Am Well Pleased channel. Let me say it again. If we say we are hearing God, but are not regularly hearing these words that I just spoke in these channels. We are not hearing God as well as we might think we are. Are these the only thing God's saying? No, obviously not. But if we're not hearing these things regularly, then we will not have the security and safety in our relationship with him to interpret in a healthy way what what else he might say. Let me say that again. If we're not hearing the words I love you, Steve. I'm in love with you. I like you. You're my beloved son and whom I'm well pleased. If I'm not hearing those words regularly, then I can't trust my interpretation of what else he might be saying. Because these, those things that I, I just said are foundational for a healthy, secure son or daughter relationship with their heavenly father. And by the way, just even right now, there's something happening in somebody who's listening. There's a a freedom that's growing in your spirit, a freedom that's growing in your heart. You're getting a revelation that God not only loves you, but he's in love with you. John, one of Jesus' disciples who wrote the book of John, he described himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He described himself that way. That is so powerful. That was his identity of the one thing that he described himself as. It could have been the obedient one, the sacrificial one, the fiery one, the supernatural one. No, he says, the disciple whom Jesus loved. It's kind of humorous, maybe seemingly, you know, a little funny, but it's powerful. How do you describe yourself? Are you the disciple whom Jesus loved? That's a great identity. And that identity is, again, foundational to all the other identities that we are going to want to have. So here's the question. Do you regularly hear God say to you, I love you? And I'll tell you, when Wendy said that, I said, I need an upgrade. I need it because I'm, I'm listening for other things. I'm more interested at times in direction, promises, and I love that. But there's something about heart connection. There's something about knowing that I'm loved and the security that that brings. I was talking to Wendy about this yesterday or the day before, and she said, we not only need to hear it, we need to feel it. We need to feel it in our emotions. And so I say thank you, Lord, for not only just a mental hearing, 
but literally it, it will overwhelm us, that there will be tears, there will be weeping of joy, of heart connection, of freedom that comes to the one who's listening now in Jesus' name. Wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you like these messages, tell somebody else about them and, and just let us know. If you ever want to write us at info at ignitinghope.com and just let us know you're out there and that you are being blessed. It encourages us so much. And I want to remind you, we here at Igniting Hope Ministries are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. And hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. And I want to remind you too that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. I believe that our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives. And we choose joy. I believe that joy, a perspective of joy and hope, is the fruit of good beliefs. But there are crucial times, and regularly there's times, where we just choose. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I'm going to stir it up. And for pretty much everybody who's listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> too many uncertainties, too much negative media, too many maybe personal areas of weakness that maybe you're still seeking to overcome, family situations, maybe there's regret in your life. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. You know, I found this out. There really, there's never a convenient time to walk in radical joy. And I say to you, today's the day. Stir it up. Walk in it. There, there's no better day than today to walk in the joy of the Lord. So I say, thank you, Father, for this one. Thanks for breakthrough. Thanks for revelation. Thank you that this is going to be the best day of their life so far. Wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Macklin here saying, if you love this and you've never signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com, do that. You'll hear about our online events, other things that we're doing. We're going to change the world with hope. We're going to ignite hope that's going to change the world. Thanks for being a part of that. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.